Hey guys, this is Margie Brown bringing to you The Priesthood Diaries, an in-depth look at the restoration of the priesthood. I need to properly introduce myself. I'm Margie Brown. I'm a student at Brigham Young University, an undergrad student, and I'm in a Foundations of the Restoration class, and this is actually a project of mine for this class. So, that being known, it should be said that I'm a member of the church. And when I say the church, I mean the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I've been a member all my life. I was born into the church. By taking this class, I realized I didn't understand the priesthood as much as I should. And so I decided to research it more. And I have learned so much. And I think as a woman, I... I still have the obligation to learn about the priesthood. And for the longest time, I didn't think I needed that because I don't hold the priesthood. Well, I was wrong. In April of 2018, President Nelson had a general conference talk. And it was actually his first general conference talk as the president of the church. He said that he was concerned. Actually, let me just quote it. Now may I voice a concern. It is this. Too many of our brothers and sisters do not fully understand the concept of priesthood power and authority. They act as though they would rather satisfy their own selfish desires and appetites than use the power of God to bless his children. I fear that too many of our brothers and sisters do not grasp the privileges that could be theirs. End quote. He said sisters. And so that was a very blatant invitation to learn more about the priesthood, and it's taken me a little while to accept that invitation, but I'm here now, and I'm hoping you'll also accept that invitation. As I go through these episodes, I'm going to take a historical approach first. I'm going to go through the restoration of the Aaronic priesthood, and what was the historical context behind that? What was Joseph Smith thinking in regards of, like, why? Why did he ask a question about priesthood? And how was that restored? I'll even further go into some of the questions that are asked today about the priesthood. Like a woman in the priesthood. These things are important in the restoration of the priesthood because we are living in the restoration. So, these questions are relevant to the restoration of the priesthood. Since this is the first episode, I don't want to dig too much into the history, but I want to give some broad definitions to some of the terms about priesthood and also emphasize certain things. And I'll actually start with the emphasis. The emphasis is on that the priesthood is being restored. I mean, the priesthood was once on earth. Now, I'm not saying all of the priesthood was lost, and we'll see that through the definitions, but, I mean, the first man to hold priesthood keys was Adam, as in Adam and Eve. Now, there are six definitions that I want to go over, and um, as I go over them, I'll give the sources for them. I actually personally got it from the class that I'm taking, but... Fortunately, he put where he found his sources, and I have confirmed that the sources are in fact true. 
So, number one, priesthood. The power and authority of God. Simple definition. And that comes from just the website in general, if you look up priesthood or even go to the Bible dictionary. Second, priesthood power. God's power attained through righteousness. This priesthood power and priesthood can easily be confused. I actually thought they were the same thing for a while. And this definition is found through DNC 121 verses 36 through 37. Third one is priesthood authority. Authority that God gives to man to act in all things necessary for the salvation of God's children. That's found in the general handbook. Um, fourth, we have priesthood offices, which is the divisions of priesthood authority to perform authorized ordinances and administer the church. That's found in DNC 107. Fifth is priesthood ordinances. Um, priesthood authority is required to perform the ordinances of the gospel. An ordinance is a sacred physical act with symbolic meaning, which opens the door to rich spiritual blessings. That's also found in the general handbook. And sixth is priesthood keys, which are the authority God has given to priesthood leaders to direct, control, and govern the use of his priesthood on earth. That is also found in the general handbook. I think the best question to ask out of the gate for the restoration of the priesthood from these definitions is, what can we take from the definitions in regards to the restoration? What was lost? First and foremost, priesthood authority, offices, ordinance, and keys were lost. You can say that, hey, other churches had baptisms, but in the definition, you need priesthood authority, and that authority was not given to the individuals on earth during the apostasy. Now, you might also want to say, hey, what about like ancient scripture and authority there? I mean, John the Baptist, if you read the New Testament, that was his purpose, that he had authority to baptize. I also want to reiterate that there's two different types of priesthood. You have the Aaronic priesthood, which Joseph Smith refers to the lesser priesthood. Um, it has been emphasized by church leaders today that when Joseph Smith says lesser priesthood, it doesn't mean that those that only hold the Aaronic priesthood are less than, the, than those that hold the Melchizedek priesthood. It's just the power is not equivalent to the Melchizedek priesthood. Secondly, the Melchizedek priesthood is all-encompassing. When I first heard that, I was so confused, but I can break it down really easily for you. We learn about Peter, James, John, giving the Melchizedek priesthood to Joseph Smith, right? Well, I mean, I learned that in primary, but is that right or is that wrong? Well, it's kind of both. So, they gave Joseph Smith a portion of the Melchizedek priesthood when the Melchizedek was first conferred upon Joseph Smith. We see other portions of the Melchizedek priesthood. 
through the restoration of the other ordinances and priesthood. We see it when we learn about temple ordinances. A lot of the ordinances that occur in the temple are through the use of the Melchizedek priesthood. Well, when Peter, James, and John first came to Joseph Smith, he didn't have that portion of the Melchizedek priesthood. This just comes to show how complex the restoration of the priesthood can be. And this is why I'm so grateful I chose to research the priesthood more. And I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit more on to why I chose this topic to end this episode. Anthony Sweat is who I'm taking this course from. And he was talking about the midterm and he said, do not skip over priesthood. It's studying it because that's the section most students miss the most points on. And I was like, well, how is that? The priesthood is such an easy topic to grasp. And then we got to that section in the class and I was like, oh my goodness, this is more complex than I realized. And so I decided to choose this because one, I wanted to do great on my midterm, but two, I wanted to learn and grow and hopefully you'll learn and grow with me through the next few episodes. And the next episode will be on the Aaronic Priesthood, the restoration of the Aaronic Priesthood, and what the Aaronic Priesthood looks like. So I hope to see you for that episode. And I'm going to end each episode how I end my foundation of the restoration class. And we say, let the restoration continue. Thanks, guys.